Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your host, Justina McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. to talk about dog body language. Deciphering dog's body language is an important part of communicating with your pup and is a key aspect of responsible dog ownership. So let's dive in, shall we? And the seas are getting rough and it is getting harder. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justina McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Understanding your pup's body language is a head-to-tail scan. This will help us as dog owners gain a deeper understanding of a dog's emotional state as well as overall comfort. Becoming fluent in your dog's body language can also help you be a better advocate for your dog in a variety of situations, i.e. like greeting other dogs or meeting new people, children, visiting the vets, and honestly, really anything. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about a few ways dogs communicate. By the way, this information was taken from a variety of online resources, including the American Kennel Club and Cunning School of Veterinary Medicine. I love the way you spell veterinary in this document. I'm going to spell it for everybody because it's just too good. V-E-T-E-R-A-N-T-Y. But the best part is that spell check isn't flagging it. Yeah, so that's why I probably just moved on. Veterinity. It must mean something else. It must be a real real word and it means something else. Anyway, we have a lot to talk about. Let's get right into it. Yes. Yeah, you wanted to start with, like, the good stuff first. So, tail wagging. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) guess what? Dogs wag their tail, whether they have tails or not. Look at Corgi's butts. They still wag, right? (laughs) So, yeah. So, we assume as humans when a dog's tail is wagging, it means they're happy, right? Mm, No, this is not true, necessarily. So... A wagging tail can mean a lot of different things. It can mean that the dog is emotionally aroused in some way. It could be excited. It could be frustrated. Or it could be ready to go on guard. So to interpret the dog's emotions and intentions, we have to look at the speed and direction of the wag as well as the position of the tail. Isn't that crazy? It is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's so interesting because, and there is such this like, huge misconception that like, oh, it's making its tail it's so happy. And that is not the case. So a couple of like key things. So the faster the wag, the more aroused the dog, um, whether like, I guess I would argue that like any high level arousal probably isn't good, but whether it's excitement or fixation or whatever it is, faster, more aroused, Long, slow, side-to-side tail sweeps um, that wag the whole dog's body. Think of, like, a really waggly butt, like, golden retriever. That's probably, like, a more relaxed um, 
And then a faster twitch-like wag can indicate a higher level of arousal and potentially in a negative way. So think of like a guard dog on alert. Yeah, there's so many ways the tail can be a sign of excitement, aggression, or nervousness. Like there's like literally every every single emotion a dog is capable of giving is communicated through tail. Yeah. Um, one thing that's really interesting is there was a recent study on tail wagging that showed that dogs use direction as well with their tail. So um, if they wag more to the right, they feel good about something, like happy to see their owner. Or if they wag more to the left, then dog is maybe facing something negative. Um, There's also uh, what's called the helicopter tail. Hudson does this all the time. And this is where a dog tail spins in circles. And literally like a helicopter. And what this is, is that the helicopter is a very happy tail. Um, We see this when we come home and we see the helicopter tail going around in circles. It's so, so cute. (laughs) Um, One other thing is the height of the tail. Um, So the higher the tail, the more uh, assertive the dog is. Um, And tails pointing down to the ground, tucked between the legs could be a feeling of fear or stress. However, this does depend on the breed. So look at my guys, the Italian greyhounds. I was just about to ask that because Marshall has a curled tail. Yep. Yeah, it's it's definitely breed related. So if you have like a husky or a samoid or or whatever, a dog that has a tail that curls up, um, you know that could be an, a neutral tail. Whereas like yeah, my guys, their tails always set low. I have people ask me on the street, "Is your dog scared?" No, my dog is not scared. My dog is actually very happy right now, and I just know this because I know my dog. So yep. get to know your dog's neutral tail position, and you will be able to more quickly recognize if they're feeling off. Amazing. All right. So, oh, I was about to say, I don't even know what these are, but I remember now. Okay. This is a good one. This is like a pretty, I feel like a pretty obvious indicator, but raised hackles. So Mackenzie, why don't you tell us what hackles are? Yeah. So hackles are the hair that is along like the very spine of your dog. So they start at the base of the neck and the shoulder blade area, and they go all the way down into like the tail area. Um, so raised hackles is obviously when the hair stands up. Um, Aladar does this all the time. It's really cute when she's really excited or, um, getting too aggressive with Willa playing, um, her, uh, her hackles will stand up and it's really funny because all of the hair just bends the other way. Yeah. So Marshall does this usually when he's super fixated on another dog. That is usually, and whether that's like overexcitement or that dog's giving like a level of intensity he doesn't like, he will like the hit the hackles on his back will definitely stand up. Yeah, a good analogy is it's kind of like goosebumps in us people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. Last one for the segment. It's a. It's kind of a big one, and hopefully, it's more obvious. But it's posture. Hmm. Yeah, so you can definitely tell a lot by a dog's overall posture, especially if you know your dog's kind of like similar to their tail, right? What's their neutral posture? What what do they look like when they're relaxed? Um, so 
If a dog is like cowering, hunched toward the ground, is this indicating fear or stress? That's possible. Um, are they being avoidant? Um, sometimes with the the cowering, they're trying to make themselves look smaller. So trying to indicate that they don't mean harm. Um, what would be like the more extreme version of this? So we don't really think about this a lot because we see this position and we think, oh, the dog is being cute. It wants a belly rub. It's when a dog rolls on their back, exposing their belly. So yeah, it might look like cute and they want to be relaxed and get a rub. And it often is, but it can also be a sign of inconsiderable stress and anxiety, especially if you see them peeing a little bit they know like there's, there's something off there. Um, I saw this actually the last time I went to a dog park. Um, there was a dog that did that whenever a dog would come by to smell it, it would just roll on his back and be like, I, I don't, I don't mean any harm. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And yeah, so it's, a, it's just, a. Yeah, again, sometimes it can be a good thing. Sometimes it can be a bad thing. It just depends on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the other ones you, might be familiar with. So if your dog is standing and they have their weight kind of shifted forward, this almost makes me think of like um, the like stance you would put your dog in and like confirmation, like in a dog show um, where they're like, right, they're like standing forward and they're meant to kind of look like alert. So this could indicate that they're maybe like curious. They could be a little fixated, but they also might be, I'd be caught, cautious to use the word aggressive, but maybe a little fixated on something in particular. And then we have two others. So play bow. So we've seen this one where they place their chest on the ground, bums up in the air. Um, It's used to initiate play with other dogs and with people. It's the most charming thing ever when a dog bows at you. It's it's my favorite. Right? It's adorable. (laughs) Um, But the last one, this piece of body language is really important. So shaking, the last part of posture we're going to talk about today. Um, When dogs feel stressed, they shake to literally shake the stress away. And it is a way of calming down and refocusing when a stressful situation is over. And Ken's, I don't know if you've ever seen Marshall do this, but when he's been in a really intense situation, his jaw will shake. Um, oh, really? When he, like if he's had like a really bad bout of reactivity, um, he will like afterwards his jaw will be shaking. It's wild. Um, uh, yeah, I've never seen that, but um, my guys do do that again. If they have like a really intense like play session um, and then they both shake after yeah. and then they go lie down, then, you know, like, okay, like shake it all off and, and move on. If you're interested in learning more about this, head to um, Bindi's bucket list on Instagram. So Taylor actually just did some posts like a week ago about shaking. And she like unpacked like all the different things a shake could mean. And it was so interesting. So definitely go check that out. But there you have it. Three ways we can begin to understand our pup's body language. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with some more ways we can better understand our dogs through their body language.
Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are chatting about our pup's body language and how maybe we can begin to decipher it. So let's keep them going, shall we? All right. Facial expressions. This is a big one. Um, So yes, dogs have similar facial features as people. They have eyes, they have a nose, they have a mouth, they have ears, but they do not use them in the same way we do. So let's unpack some of the most common facial expressions. So yawning. Ken's want to tell us about yawning? Yes. So when us people, when we yawn, we're usually tired or bored. When dogs yawn, it's a lot of times a stressful piece so yeah yeah exactly um dogs use yawning to calm themselves in tense situations and to calm others so including their owners which is pretty adorable (laughs) they try and calm us down by yawning um but did you know that if you yawn at your dog to provide comfort at stressful situations they might yawn back that's so cute i know i know yeah um Yawning is contagious in people, obviously, and dogs can catch yawns, too. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Dogs do still yawn when they are tired and when they are relaxed. But the ones that we are talking about when the stress the stress yawn, usually you'll see it. Like, they'll, there'll be a few other indicators like we're about to talk about, like lip licking associated with yawning. And then you can tell that it's more of a stressful yawn. Um, I've seen... Uh, sorry, go... Oh, I was just going to say, I don't think we have this one in here, but I think it relates to the yawn is also panting. Yep. So I know if I've seen Marshall in the crate before and he's been, when we were crate training him and he was stressed and anxious, he would often yawn and pant. Those were like two of his main indicators that he was pretty stressed um, in the crate and we needed to kind of do more work to get him more comfortable in that space. Yeah. Panting is a, is a big one too, actually. Um, But our next one that we have here is, again, lip licking. So like us people, dogs will lick their lips after a delicious meal or right before a delicious meal. But they also do it, again, when they're feeling stressed or anxious. So this one is tricky because dogs do lick their lips a lot. You just have to be able to quickly assess the situation Mm -hmm. and see if it could be something to do with anxiousness or stress. Yeah. Okay. This next one's really good. Smiling. (laughs) So sure. Some dogs maybe smile. I think this is more us humanizing dogs than anything. Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) So what we mean is when your dog curls their lips and shows their teeth like they do on TikTok. I don't know this because I don't have TikTok, but I've seen the reels on Instagram. Those count. Um, So if you're not familiar with this expression, it can look scary or it can look funny or silly when dogs bare their teeth in this way it does usually serve as some sort of warning um so they are showing you that they have this really nice set of scary weapons inside their mouth Um, (laughs) and they're showing that to you and usually if they're doing that it's probably not a good thing um But why don't you tell us more about a submissive grin, Kenz? What does that mean? Yeah. So, so again, this is like that, like, show, show me your smile. 
when people train their dogs to show them their smile, that is the kind of smile we mean here. And it is, again, yes, exactly that, a submissive grin. And it's found in a happy dog whose body language all over is loose and wiggly. Um, It says, hey, I come in peace. I'm having fun. Can we be friends? That's what that means. And you'll see dogs do this to each other a lot when they're feeling like they'll have their head kind of ducked low and they'll, they'll show their little uh, front teeth and they look goofy when they do it. And um, that's, uh, that's really um, what we mean here. Uh, Again, you can train your dog to do this and it's really hilarious. I think the big thing here is to observe their entire body language. I think the, the smiling and in air quotes can mean a number of things. So reading, you know, are they, is their whole body stiff? Is it rigid? Again, are they loose and wiggly? Are they overall relaxed? Like what is their entire body language telling you? And that's part of all of these kind of tools we're giving you today is you're going to have to put them all together um, to be able to kind of get a, a better reading of how your dog is feeling in that moment, not just using kind of one thing as a way to indicate yeah, All right. for sure. Next one, growling. Yeah, this is obviously a big one. So a dog might growl for a lot of reasons. Really, at the end of the day, a growl is a dog indicating to you that they, they don't like something. So whether it's you touching them or a dog in their space or there's somebody new in the room, um, they are growling because something is making them uncomfortable. Obviously, um, it could obviously be like a symptom of resource guarding. That would be very different. Um, But I would always kind of listen to a growl. Um, A growl is your dog saying stop. Um, But I think it's also important to note um, that if a dog is injured, um, and you might have never heard your dog growl before, and if they're injured and you try to touch them or move them, they might growl at you, and that's a sign that they're telling you to bugger off, especially if they don't normally growl. They're they're pulling out all the stops, um, which is why we're huge advocates for muzzle training for this reason exactly, because dogs are so different when they're in pain. Yeah. Yep. Growling is a big one. Um, also, just... There is play growling. Um, Like my dogs, when they do play, they growl at each other. Or if I get them going, they do growl at me. But I can tell the difference between an aggressive growl and a play growl. Dogs like to make noise. You know, just know your dog. Marshall's play growls are actually far more obnoxious and like overt than his like screw off growls his his like leave me alone yeah they're like that low deep but the i'm gonna rip this toy away from you growl is a lot more obnoxious but it's play-based so yeah knowing your dog is obviously very important okay this one's a fun one let's talk about zoomies yeah so A lot of the times when we see zoomies, obviously the dog is happy. The dog is having fun. The dog is releasing a bunch of pent-up energy, running in circles, being crazy, being cute. But 
sometimes it can be a sign of a dog being overwhelmed and trying to defuse or avoid a situation that might make them feel uncomfortable. Um, a good example of this, I again, I'm going to use the dog park as an example. You will see a lot of dogs in a closed space. Mm -hmm. And um, when dogs start to run and other dogs start to chase them, and then you'll see a dog start spinning in circles and going crazy after it's been chased, you, sometimes, yes, of course, it can be all in fun, but other times it can be a sign of, I'm feeling overwhelmed please back off. Please go away. Um, and if that is the case, then hopefully other dogs read into that. Um, if not, you as an owner um, will hopefully recognize that and step in and uh, help your pup out. Amazing. Okay. This is a big one. And this is our final one to talk about. Eyes. So mm -hmm. there is so much you can learn about how your dog is feeling based on their eyes. So We'll describe this in a couple of ways. So there's soft eyes and there's hard eyes. So soft eyes maybe have relaxed lids. Um, your bot might look at, like they're squinting. I imagine like when I like rub the top of Marshall's head really slowly and he's really relaxed and he gets like that like I'm in a daze look. Like those are soft eyes and he's so relaxed and calm. Um, but if they have hard eyes and they look like maybe very focused, very animalistic. They might be guarding. Um, they might be feeling nervous. Um, they might be staring at something, especially for a long time. So there's a, there's a fixation. Um, so looking out for that soft versus hard eye can be helpful. Kenz, why don't you tell us about eye contact? Yeah. So Eye contact can mean a lot of things. Eye contact with you, eye contact with something else, eye contact with another dog, whatever it might be. But a hard stare, again, we keep talking about fixation, can lead to a potential aggressive behavior in a lot of cases. Um, usually, um, I see this when my dogs see a squirrel. So they see a squirrel and they fixate on it. And it's that, it's that, it's the only thing they see. They don't want to look at anything else. Yeah. Um, but another, to flip that, uh, there's also, uh, when the dog looks away from you or doesn't want to make eye contact with you, this 100% of the time is stress in that dog. Wow. Um, they don't want to look at you. A lot of people often, wow. A lot of people often interpret this as, you know, your dog feeling guilty or yeah. ignoring you or being stubborn, but the dog is 100% uncomfortable and feels like not safe. Yeah. There's usually an avoidance. Like I find Marshall does that when he's really avoiding something. Um, Marshall, you're yawning. What do you want? What are you yawning about? Do we think Marshall is anxious yawning or relaxed yawning? He looks sleepy to me. Well, he, he's given the, he's given the, the squinty eyes. Yeah. <laughs> the okay. soft eyes. One more. This one's super important. We've all heard of it. We've all seen it. Whale eye. So the whites of the eyes are a key indicator for whale eye. So if you can see, you know, a lot of the whites of their eye and they've got that like almost like you would like call it like the side eye or like the stink eye is kind of what it looks like. It looks funny, but it's not funny because your dog is definitely anxious or stressed or uncomfortable. Um, so you might see that, like, again, with guarding. I've seen Marshall whale eye if he's been guarding food. 
Um, I see this a lot online where kids will be like hitting or touching the tops of dogs' heads. And then the, the dog just is just like, don't touch me. And they're whale eyeing and their parents are like laughing about it. And it, it hurts my soul to see that happening. And you know, from their body language that, that that dog is doing everything they can to like be the goodest dog and is really struggling if that's their, their body language. Okay. Well, there you have it. More ways we can begin to decipher and understand our pup's body language. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. You've been listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast, and today we've been talking about deciphering dogs' body language. So one key takeaway from what we chatted about today is none of these body language signals act alone. So they are all part of an entirety of a package of how your dog is trying to say, air quotes, something to you. Um, when you begin to read your dog, try and look at every single signal that the dog is using from literally the head all the way down to the tail. Your pup is trying to talk to you all the time. And if you learn what your dog is saying, you will develop a deeper bond of trust and respect. And that right there makes you an amazing dog owner. Oh, and... And your newfound understanding of your dog's emotional state will help you predict your dog's behavior and prevent future issues before they even happen. Dogs are the most amazing creatures, aren't they? What do you think, Marshall? What do you think? Look at him. He looks so sad. He so does look very sad right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, there you have it. Thanks for tuning into the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Till next time. A Block Sheep Audio Production.